So a lot of people are always uh, worried about the fact that college might be too expensive, but it's so interesting because when you think about the expense of anything you might buy, the expense is important, but what's really critical is the return, right? So you, 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 know, you kind of key in the expense, but you know, the United States has the largest return to a college education over a high school education of any country in the world. So while it's expensive, the return is quite large as well. Why some people might think of it as expensive. But I would tell you another little aspect of this is that people get confused between the price of education and its cost. And the cost is the cost of the faculty and the cost of the staff and the cost of the operations. And in truth, the cost has remained relatively steady. It's gone up a little bit, but not very much, not by what people think it has gone up. And if the cost has been restrained, that's why people think, well, but tuition keeps going up. So why, why is this happening? And the answer, of course, is that states throughout the United States have lowered their support of higher education. So if you lower the subsidy and costs have been relatively flat, you know, you've got to realize that you've got to get that funding from somewhere. And that's where tuition has to go up. But net tuition is really the critical aspect of what's important when you think about the expense of college education, not published tuition. Published tuition is like the sticker price of a car. You know, so how many people walk into a new car lot and actually pay the sticker price? Well, 70% of all undergraduates receive financial aid that does not have to be paid back. And so today, you know, the average price per year of a four-year public university is around $9,900 or so. But students are receiving about $5,100 or so of financial aid on average. So the net price of a one-year tuition for a four-year public is about $4,100 or so. Is that too expensive? So college is, is the, the expense has gone up, but what's really happened is there's been a shift in who's paying for the college education. It used to be states were subsidizing, maybe even more than half of the cost of a college, the expense of a college education for a student. Today, that's dropped significantly. And today, students are bearing the major portion of that cost, but not all students. Students whose parents are in the upper income categories and upper middle income categories are paying the full freight. So now a lot of people wonder about distance education being the answer to perhaps all the financial woes. And uh, the question about distance education, well, you know, really the answer is you have to take a look at the efficacy, uh, the effectiveness of distance education as a learning uh, mechanism, as a learning platform. And uh, secondly, you have to take a look at its cost and think about whether or not that's, this is where the whole world is heading. And when you take a look, it's not clear yet about the effectiveness of distance education. It depends on the type of course, and it depends on how it's run, and it depends on the instructors, and, and so there's a lot of factors in there. So it's no, there's no kind of neat answer to say it's always better or it's always worse. It's about the same overall. Uh, so the effectiveness is still uh, up, for, for, up for debate. So great question about student debt. You know, everyone's worried about it's over 1.5 trillion at the moment. And uh, it's become uh, a burden for some. If you take a look at the median student debt, it's about $17,000 per student. And so if you broke that down, let's say it's a 20-year loan at 6%. Is it a heavy burden? It's about $122 a month. And you ask the question, is, is, is that a lot, right? Only about, and we'll come back to that in a second, but only about 7% of the debt is from students who actually have, have accumulated over $100,000 worth of debt. And most of those students have come out of medical school or law school, right, which they're going to get a return on that debt. Uh, but the issue really is more of are we educating students 
so they understand the financial ramification of taking out these loans. And so what we're really lacking is financial literacy. It should be required of every college freshman. It should be taught in high school, and it can be taught easily. We're doing it at UC Irvine, for example. Uh, that should be required. They should understand uh, the choice of major they are taking and how it leads to a career and what their lifetime income is likely to be from what the path they are choosing. And then if they can figure that out, they can understand, well, if I know his, how much I'm earning, I can figure out all my deductions, I can figure out how I want to allocate all of that money, and now I can s decide whether or not I can actually pay back this loan that I'm contemplating taking out. There's a big transformation taking place in public universities right now, and uh, some of the leaders there are Michigan, Purdue, Virginia. They've all made substantial change in the way they operate. It used to be that the subsidy would come in, money was thrown over this wall. We were an ivory tower. Right? We'd say, go away, give us the money and go away. And then we would do whatever we wanted to do with it. But today, uh, it's much, much different. Today, we have to be accountable for every dollar that comes in. We have to show where all this money is coming in from and where it's. Today, we cannot start new initiatives without the funding to support them. Very different from what happened 50 years ago. So today, uh, public universities are developing positioning strategies. They've never done this in their history. Usually, their mission and vision would read something like, um, we serve everyone. Yeah, we're developing the leaders for the next generation. Uh, we like every idea, right? So there would never be any priorities established in the vision and mission. And, and the plan would promise everything and therefore prioritize nothing. And today, universities are changing that. They're asking things like, what are the biggest needs in society today? Could be, let's save our oceans, for example. Or it could be water is a real issue. Or it could be the environment, or it could be uh, something like where are we going to generate the energy from in the future? It could be terrorism or cybersecurity. These are the big issues facing society. We're a public university. How are we attacking those issues? Let's establish three to five of those issues as our priorities because we feel we have strengths in the academic areas to solve these problems. And let's focus on those problems. Could be applied health, any of those issues. You see the University of Texas doing this. You see Purdue doing this. And that actually rallies the faculty of the campus. If you tell the faculty what's important, guess what? They're going to rally around it. 